Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> it's a dead giveaway when I, when I start singing along. Hey, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing. It's our second episode of our grand return to podcasting. And already our last episode of the year. (laughs) Yeah, sorry about that. So We're not awesome at timing. That's a thing. Actually, it might not be our last episode of the year. We have plans. We We have schemes to maybe give you something else. Yeah. We'll see if those schemes turn into achievements. We'll like see how long we go basically today. Mm-hmm. I think is what's really <laughs> with this episode <laughs> to see whether we run out of time and have to go back to Christmas land because that's a thing. Hey, we have new listeners. You may be listeners to the old show, but you're new since the last time. So welcome. Thank you for joining us in our ever expanding quest to look at things that entertain us and talk to you about them. Yes. I mean, I am delighted that everybody, that so many of you seem to want to do what we're doing, which is just like, take a break from everything real mm-hmm. <laughs> and just, I don't know, pontificate about the world around us. It's, it is a, I don't know, it's, it's going to be the best part of my week. I can already tell because yeah, me it's too. just a mental break. I mean, granted, I'm not going to pretend that there won't be times when we sink into various rages or we talk about the real world like that could happen because I mean, nothing is off the table happens, I think. <laughs> on our show about i know and in fact i i really debated my thing today and i'm just i'm going with it because i'm just so annoyed are you so fired irritated up? i'm fired up all right fired up people i'm heated You've been waiting well, we're for delighted this, to be back. And if this is literally your first episode, you should mm-hmm. know that the deal with it's a thing is that it is a show about tangents. We are observing the world around us and we're kind of mixing, matching a little bit of trend spotting here and there with things that we're just into. Yeah. We're tangential to the culture. Yes. Because it would, because we'd be hard pressed to say that we're in the culture, whatever that is. I don't know. Maybe so, I am. I don't know. Depends, I, I guess. Talk to a so, lady with really, a dog today. Does that count? Is that in the culture? Show about tangents. Yeah, why not? Dogs yeah. are a thing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> They're a huge thing. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. That's enough. Uh, that's enough explaining. In fact, that's more explaining than the show really even <laughs> warrants. That's the show, everyone. Thank you for coming. <sighs> Tom, what's your thing? What's going on? Uh, my thing is uh, in be- being engaged in right now by my wife in the other room. Uh, I really think this might even be a trend. I may have actually spotted a trend. I don't always claim that my things are really on on point or are ahead of time, but this one might be Asian dramas. Okay. So what does that mean? Uh, in Korea, they're often called Hallyu, uh, but they are, uh, dramas that in, (laughs) in Asia, you're not going to think it's a thing because you're like, we just call it television, but, uh, (laughs) Korean dramas, and I think the one that's starting to trend internationally are Chinese dramas, uh, are getting picked up worldwide. Here in the United States, you can pick them up on uh, an app called Viki, 
which is operated by Rocketon. Uh, they also oh, yeah. used to be on an add-on for Amazon called Drama Fever, but Warner Media got rid of that with, to great consternation of many people. <gasps> uh, and Netflix have, has been picking up more and more of these and putting them on their service. So one of the biggest Chinese dramas is called Eternal Love. That was on Vicky, but it recently moved to Netflix. And there's there's even a sub there's a subsection of these called Wuxia in the in the Chinese area, which are like fantasy period pieces with dragons yeah. and kings and love stories all wound together. Uh, and ever since Eileen started watching one on Netflix, she's just kind of been sucked into the whole world of Korean and Chinese and some Japanese drama as well. And we've just been eating them up. This. Okay. I was looking this up as you were talking and came across dramapanda.com, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is appears to be a website specifically for what they call C-drama mm-hmm. recommendations. Wow. And uh, Dude, I, this is a thing. Eileen's on my drama list, which is a way to track your Chinese, Korean, Japanese, and other Asian dramas uh, so that you don't lose track because they shift around so much. I feel like, especially looking at the pictures for, for example, The Rise of the Phoenixes, which has like a teary lady and a guy in like a shogun outfit looking soulfully past her, <laughs> uh, that this looks like the pretty awesome evolution of like the telenovela. Yeah, it is. Maybe like, not an ev- it's evolution. Like exactly, a little bit. I mean. The telenovela meets Game of Thrones and Crouching Ooh. Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, this looks pretty awesome, actually. Because Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was wuxia, what is called wuxia. It was that fantasy martial arts, you know, where you fly through yeah. the air uh, and do crazy stunts and, and stuff. And almost all of the ones we've watched have these. In, from, from the, the, the wuxia from China have them. But there are also, like, dramas that aren't that. There's, there's one called, um, oh, I'm going to get the names wrong. Accidentally in Love is a Chinese one. Uh, My Love from Another Star is one in Korea. Those are just present day dramas and they don't have martial arts in them at all. Uh, Accidentally in Love is like a high school, college love story kind of thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. My Love from Another Star is actually one that I like to watch because it's about a uh, 900 year old alien who is finally about to be able to leave. uh, But he runs into a reincarnation of a girl he helped when he first arrived on Earth. What? That sounds amazing. Because <laughs> I, I don't think that I'm necessarily in for Rui's royal love in the palace, mm-hmm. but I'd be down for that. And there's one called Age of Legends that I just found that looks super fun. It's like an action and crime one. My brother actually used to be super into a Korean crime drama, and I can't remember what it was called, but he was obsessed. And he would basically just live recap it over text whenever he was watching it. Yeah. I was like, whatever the show is, it looks great. Huh? So what oh, yeah. the f- one of the Found first ones I got, one. uh, if I if I can throw out some recommendations, if you, please do, you, maybe over the holidays you're looking for a 68 episode <laughs> wuxia <laughs> to fall into, as you do. <laughs> uh, I we we got uh, we got I got sucked in by Legend of Fuyao, which some people are like, yeah, it's not as good as Eternal Love, like the real you know the the real um, which which <laughs> why can't I think of the words the. Uh, People who really connoisseur, that's the word I'm looking for. Ah, connoisseur. The real connoisseurs, you know, debate. Uh, but it's got one of the biggest stars, Yang Mi, 
in it. And it's, it's about a woman who discovers that she has a secret and she has to find out what that secret is. And she accidentally runs into Prince Wuji, who is lying about who he is. And she follows him through the seven kingdoms or the eight kingdoms, maybe. Oh no, five regions, the five regions. Uh, and she kicks ass because she's all martial arts uh, and she's got all these hidden powers. That was super fun. And of course, everyone's like, well, that wasn't as good as Young Mi's other one, Eternal Love, which is on Netflix, uh, which is all about, uh, uh, you know, the gods and goddesses in heaven uh, living for hundreds of thousands of years and, and having these like battles and relationships over time. And that's got reincarnations and ghosts and dragons and phoenixes and all kinds of cool stuff. Oh my God, I'm so into this. <laughs> this there, sounds amazing. I mean, the production values are good. It's not going to be Game yeah. of Thrones level VFX. Your visual effects are the ones we are going to be like, that looks a little like Jason and the Argonauts. But but otherwise, the production levels are good. Uh, the storytelling can can fall into some predictable patterns sometimes, but they don't, they don't stay in any one place. They move. Uh, and so yeah. it's really fun with lots of twists and turns. And it's different. It's like, a different kind of story that you're not going to say, well, I saw this 15 times on FX already. Right. Okay. But so tell me again, how we watch them. Cause so I'm in Netflix has a ton. Eternal love Netflix is on Netflix. Has okay. uh, and if you just look for eternal love, it'll also say, if you like that, you'll also like these thousand other things that we've acquired. Oh, right. Of course. That's all you have to do is just pick the one thing. And then there's Vicky, which is a free app from a Japanese company called Rocketon, which, uh, mm-hmm. which allows you to watch free with ads Although on the Apple TV we never get the ads for some reason, so there's a hint. Mm. Um, and and you can you can pay a little bit of a subscription fee if you want to upgrade and you get a wider selection. But there's lots of good stuff even on the free tier. All right, I'm in. Thank you. That's an excellent thing, and I bet that's a thing. That feels like it. I it, bet. I feel yeah. like that's like a uh huh. I think K drama is already a thing, and the C drama is definitely, if not already a thing, about to become a thing. Nice. Well done. Um, okay. Well, my thing that I think is, that is a thing is already a thing, but I'm just sort of realizing it. And so I'm curious about whether it's a thing for adults or just like people, my son's age, but there is this new, there's this phenomenon and it shouldn't be surprising considering how kids consume all entertainment, right? Like clearly they're not going to go for C drama because it sounds too long for them. 47 minutes. 68 episodes. Everything they do is like in goldfish, you know, size chunks. But there's a sort of entire category of music now that kids are into that is just meme music. Like songs that are itself songs that are themselves a meme, like the Hey Now, You're Not You're a Rockstar song, which became a meme because of Shrek. Like there's the sort of this weird ironic obsession with the Shrek movie that turned into an obsession with that rock star song and that they then talk about all the time and sing. And then there are compilations of songs that are just meme music. And so my son will cycle through these little teeny short chunks. Ah, ah, there it is. Meme music. Some kid right now is like, oh my God, totally. That's like a Fortnite song. So I don't know Bazzy mine number nine on the best memes compilation of 2018. 2018. Yep. Drive you wild. Like if you play enough of this, I'm going to be like, oh yeah, I've heard 36 seconds of all these songs. (laughs) 
Maybe not even 36 seconds, usually more like 18 seconds. So and it's they're hysterical. Like memetic <laughs> meme <Yeah>. hits. <laughs> they're memetic meme hits. Yes, exactly. And they are brief. But so, so that is a whole thing. Are you playing more? I'm just listening. Let's see if I know, I know these. It's going to be too distracting. I should I should take it out. No, it's just like whether I feel cool enough. But so, oh my god, it's terrible. <laughs> they include things like that All Star song. They include things like you know some. There's some rap here and there. Like um, Drake's "In My Feelings" was a meme song for a while because there was the Instagram star Shiggy who made a dance out of it. So there was like the Shiggy challenge, and then that turned that song into a meme. I have no idea how it happens. And why, so, like the the Russian national anthem is a <laughs> right now. Really? So my yeah. So my kid will play like a little bit of like hipster rap song, and then the Russian national anthem, but like only eighteen to twenty two seconds of it. I, okay, so if I had to to feel figure out how this goes, first of all, um, no one really knows how a meme happens. Right. So the reason, so the music that goes into it can be absolutely random, right? Like the dance move in the video that becomes the meme just happens to have, Hey, now you're an all-star, right? That wasn't planned mm-hmm. to be a meme. That's so the music's almost accidental. That's why you get such a wide variety, but it becoming a thing to just listen to meme songs reminds me of the phenomenon where if a song's used in a commercial, suddenly it's on your mind all the time and you want to listen to it more and it may not even do anything for the product in the commercial, but you just hear it all the time. I've definitely added songs to my playlist because some commercial kept playing it and I was like, oh, that's actually a pretty good song. Yeah. There's, yeah. I mean, that's part of it. I feel like it's a similar thing. I think it's a similar thing and they just attach and there's no, exactly, and it might have showed up somewhere and then they all heard it or it might be a video game. Uh, I can tell you that Africa by Toto is a huge meme song this year. How so did that what I think is exactly right. Like no idea. I or is that just an a, is that an example, a counter example where the song itself just was the meme suddenly? I don't know. I think, well, so that's what I'm thinking. Uh-huh. I'm thinking that for some reason, these aren't even, these are freestanding at some of them. And like, I don't, know why but i find it fascinating and then so there's that whole so there's the thing that is the entire meme factor of these songs photograph by nickelback is one like they're obsessed with that where they're obsessed with sort of playing it and making fun of it careless whisper by george michael don't know why but the part that i find the most amazing and this is where you are going to get an audio gift and i find this fascinating because of the age thing the generation thing kind of the genre of country music for them is an ironic meme. So they play all these old country songs ironically, but then they sing the crap out of them and they're loving it. And so like the one that my son will not stop singing that I have in my head all day, every day is to the place. Oh my God. I belong. I can't even stop. I can't stop. It's so weird too, because I mean, this is a cheesy song and that's part of it, right? Memes play on some stuff being cheesy. And this is, I mean, it's sincere, but it's old and cheesy. Yeah. But it also is like something my, we'd sing on family vacations when I was a kid, when, right. <laughs> when the song was new. Like, right? How did you, there's so many layers to it, right? Where did you find it? 
Right. Why do you? Why this one? So he. So there's. They. They like Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, they wow. like lock them doors and turn the lights down low, and they love Country Roads Take Me Home. And I asked him. I was just like, "What? Well, why do you like it?" And he's like, "Well, it's funny." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's a good song." Yeah, it's a good song. I'm like, "Do do you just?" And then finally, I got him to say like they like it because they think country music as a genre is funny. And then I was like, e- "That's some city kid stuff right there." Yeah, I don't know it how is. I feel about that. It's also, I mean, country music is 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 self consciously corny. Like there, it's un- unapologetically corny. I should say, not self consciously. Right. It's like, yeah, no, it, it, we're we're down home, simple cornball music sometimes, and yeah. ain't gonna apologize for it. And, and so that could translate to somebody going, because anything is funny, especially when you're a kid, when it's out of context, when you're not in the culture that created it. And you're like, what does this mean? Because you don't have any of the cues that brought it about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that. But then here's my question. But, but where do they find it? I mean, all of how that does, is super oh, logical. No, yeah. But how did they find it? Yeah, Where did I don't it know. bubble I up from? I mean, I guess it could sort of build on itself, right? Like you find Take Me Home Country Roads and you're like, what else is there? Oh my gosh, there's this, you know, achy breaky heart. There's this uh, take take the locks and turn the lights down low. There's so many hilarious ones in here. Oh my gosh. But right. where did the where did the first one come from? Right. I don't I mean, know. Honestly, when I was in the, ni- in the 90s, when I was in my 20s, we were very much into old lounge music because of the same thing. We thought it was hilarious. Esquivel it's hilarious? with its like weird experimental jazzy stuff using strange things as instruments was just so out there. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That? I guess that kind of explains the Russian anthem thing. Yeah. But it's and so I've been trying to find examples of how this is is translating into the real world i mean i know that you know for example i think it's smash mouth that sings that all-star song Mm -hmm. um smash mouth is very aware that that song is a meme song and they're frankly not that uh cool with it and they don't seem very delighted to be included in this this category this generation's metallica moment (laughs) Maybe, maybe it is you know? a little bit where they're sort of just like, we don't think that our song is funny or, and they, they're trying to say like, it's popular on its own. It stands alone. It doesn't need the Shrek movie. That's not why it's a big deal. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I think you just need to own it. They need to own it and frankly go on tour. But I did find one example. The only example I could find was actually on billboard.com of the, the genesis of a meme song and then a real world example. And the song is Dreams by Fleetwood Mac from the Rumors album. Mm-hmm. Apparently, because there were some tweets, like in March of this past year, uh, this past year being 2018, because you might hear this next year, that's crazy, that said Fleetwood Mac's, Fleetwood Mac's music is so boring you can't even dance to it. And then it is followed by the counter-argument, quote, me, an intellectual. And then there's a 38-second clip of Alcorn State University's Golden Girls dance team dancing to the song Dreams. And (laughs) (laughs) then (laughs) you will find this link, by the way, to this story and this tweet at our uh, website. It's a thing.me. But then it got, because Twitter is so weird, the tweet with the dance team got 100,000 retweets and 300 likes. 
And then all of a sudden that that song had a surge in downloads oh. and showed up on the Billboard Hot Rock Songs chart. That's amazing. Yep. And I mean, this cannot be, I don't think the Russian Anthem is maybe on the Billboard Hot Rock Song chart, but <laughs> I have got to think that there are songs that appear way more popular than they are, maybe like Country Roads, just because kids are, and then I wonder, do the artists know? I mean, I am really obsessed with this meme song thing. I have so many questions and I really want to know where it all goes and where it all ends. Well, in our Discord, uh, Monk would you? Uh, says, wasn't Take Me Home on the Fallout 76 trailer? Maybe that's where it got kicked off. Oh, I bet. Oh my God, you guys are so smart. On the nose. Mm -hmm. That makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not in the the Discord, by the way. I need that link. Anyway, um, that's my thing. That's that's the thing that I think is a thing and that I'm obsessed with, but it's not necessarily my thing. So if we want to take time for that and you have a thing that's not just Asian dramas, lay it on me. Uh, f- no? Good. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't. I only had the one this time. Me too. I pretty much only have the one and then I have a rant. <laughs> because I spent all my time watching the Asian dramas. Right. You only have that. No, no. Believe me, that was an awesome thing, and we're good. It's basically like I don't want to monopolize the end of the show with my rant. If it's... well, let's let's do the uh, <laughs> let's do the email we got, and let's then we'll do, do the email. Then we'll do your rant. Uh, good we idea. Got an email from Paul, the web developer in Texas, who said, "Great pilot episode. I've been a fan since Buzz Out Loud. Yay! So it's great Yay! to see you back together. We think so too." Uh, I definitely agree that fizzy water is a thing, although I've been avoiding it for years and now have been caught by the trap. However, as physics teaches us, two things cannot occupy the same place at the same time. So really important question for me that maybe your new show can address is in addition to new things, what are the things that are no longer a thing? Do I need to give up my Snapple habit so I have room for the new fizzy water thing? Should I get rid of my dog's playing cards art for plant decorations? What's worse than missing a thing is doing a thing for too long. Thanks for any help. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, I mean, you do need to give up Snapple. Yes. Because that's just a sugar bomb that's going to kill you. So that's not good. Well, and I'm, you know, Snapple's uh, a bad example of what I'm about to say because you're right. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's too much sugar. <laughs> Sorry, uh, man. Sorry. But I think... You should never kill a thing, just put it on ice. Yeah. And I don't mean because Snapple over ice will get rid of the sugar. I mean, it'll come back ice. around. So, yep. you know. I mean, isn't that, is that not what we just determined exactly. with, the, with the meme songs thing? The meme and songs now is these a perfect songs example. are reborn as, as YouTube compilations and back on the charts. I, nothing, no thing is ever gone. You know what it is? It's a, what is it? The, which law? Third law? of uh, The conservation of things. Yes. The one that said, right. The one Newton's that says third like, law of things, things can neither be dis- created nor destroyed. Right. They're just transferred from in to out and back again. Exactly. Which leads me to our Twitter feed once again, mm-hmm. where in 2009, we noted that watermelon and feta salads were a thing. And I think we can all agree that's a thing that like isn't as good as everyone thinks it is, but no, still hasn't gone no. away. But it hasn't gone away. Mm-mm. I don't know if it was a successful <laughs> thing, but it. But it's still you still see it. It didn't go away. Why? Yeah. Gross. Ugh. Um. 
I, I want a mandarin orange in a salad sometimes. I want apple in a salad sometimes. Fruit in a salad does not bother me, but watermelon and feta. Watermelon just, and feta. Why. Can we just, that's a thing I'd like to kill. If we're gonna if we're gonna kill some stuff, that's a zombie. That's thing. fine. It just can't die. The zombie thing. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, we just invented a segment. We <laughs> didn't know things. that we did, but we did. And As it's most be of our best segments happen in future episodes when we have a segment sting. Like it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be scary. We need yeah. a scary one. Mur- the zombie noise. Things. <laughs> Rich Straffolino. <laughs> Sound effect coming. <laughs> On its way. Thank you, Thanks, producer Rich. Uh, in September of 2010, I predicted that French braids would make a comeback and become a thing. They did not. I was wrong about that. Well, for now. For now. <laughs> for now. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's all I got. I think that I'm thinged out. What about your rant? Really? Okay. Here's my rant. This is like, this is a little bit on my other beat. But I'm just going to speak to you as a consumer right now because I finally I decided to I've, I tried it once before embracing the smart home mm-hmm. and it didn't go great. And I took a break and then I was like, no, I really want that. I want I want to do the thing where I say, like, Alexa, turn on the lights or turn or good night and have everything. So I went to the wire cutter and I bought their number one pick for smart plugs and I installed them all and I spent a fair bit of money on these plugs, four of them. And I, I set it all up and I set the routine up and I say, Alexa, good night. And all the living room lights and the TV turn off at once. And I feel like a freaking queen. And I just I just sweep out of the room regally and it's fantastic. And it happens that way exactly one out of every 10 times. We apologize to everyone in the dark right now who was listening to this out loud and we just turned off all your lights. Oh, yeah, really? Sorry. <laughs> Dang it. It is a thing to figure out how to say schmerprankrank without like setting off your... You could drop the A. That's one way to do it. Just say Alexa. Nope, that turned mine on. Never mind. Yeah, it doesn't. I know. Damn. It's the EX thing, which is why anytime anybody talks about sex on TV, Amazon Voice Services. Anyway, anyway. yes, that. Uh, We'll bleep it in post. Um, (laughs) Anyway, those smart plugs don't work at all. They're terrible. They constantly are not detected they get this not detected error and they know and, and so like half and sometimes one light will turn off or on and and the other two will not and sometimes two will and it's just always it's like a little fun gamble to see which plug is not working at any given time and then i went on twitter and i did a search for you know wemo not detected and it turns out that this has been a thing with these freaking uh... smart plugs since like 2000 and whatever like a long time pretty much ever since they came out and so what I don't understand is, can I trust the wire cutter now? Oh, no. If I can't trust There's the wire topic. cutter, I can't trust life. I don't life. know how to live. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know how to live. Here's Because a funny... they were the number one pick and they don't work and I'm not the only one. It's not just my weird magnetic field, which is a thing. Which is a thing, it, if anybody it, doesn't. They, they're busted. I, don't, I did not use the wire cutter to pick my electric, smart electric adapters. And mine work great. I don't remember how I picked Shoot. them, but it was random. I almost always pick, use the wire cutter for everything. Wire cutter mm-hmm. got me my awesome luggage that I, my, my roll on luggage that I love. Uh, wire cutter has picked uh, plungers and, 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 and toilet everything. cleaners and you know, everything. everything. And I've, I don't think I've ever been disappointed. I, I've been 
like, oh, I don't know if this is really that great, but it's never been bad like that. Yeah, I'm shook. I'm not going to lie. Hmm. Like, it's a little bit like my security blanket, you know, up and disappeared. Like, it's just if I feel like I can't believe them because it did not take me more than a hot second to find out that this has been an ongoing customer service issue with these specific devices for years. And the whole and thing so, about the wire cut is they, they do the, the, the intense testing. Right. Maybe they ate their, maybe they drank their own Kool-Aid too much and they're like, we tested them and didn't find that. I don't know. But usually they take into account what people are saying in public too, I think. I would have thought. I mean, maybe you didn't find this exact error thing. Anyway, I mean, probably I should just call them and ask them or whatever. But it's just one of those things where I'm like, okay, look, <laughs> if this has gone this badly... Now I don't know what to do. I mean, okay. Stop clock is right twice a day. The wire cutter can be wrong. They're not perfect. Maybe you so. just unluckily stumbled, on the one thing. stumbled into their mistake. Maybe, oh. but you can see the problem. I mean, you can see how oh, deep no, this I, once I, yeah. a seed of doubt has been planted. No, it's and the that's recency the bias. We're all guilty of it. Don't pretend like you're above it out there. Everybody, yep. everybody has it. Yeah, everyone has it. Anyway, I think what it really comes down to is not so much these devices that I bought that I'm super disappointed within it, it with, but I really am disappointed. It's more the seed, the teeny tiny plant of doubt that is now. Yeah, no, exactly. It's a, I mean, blossoming like my trade, trade in the, the plugs, get other ones that work. Not, you know, whatever. That's not the point here. No, <laughs> the point, the is, point is I'm shook. I mean, Rich, our producer, points out that Wirecutter even tests the Kool-Aid they drink. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I, yep. So They're that's, that comprehensive, that's people, if you don't know them. No. Mm. I know. I mean, they are. They I, really are. And so I don't understand how this happened. But it's such a big category. I mean, part of the reason I'm also shook, and I don't mean to belabor belabor this, but it's such, but smart home is such an emerging category. Like this is the thing that we all want to do. And when they finally graduated to having these super easy plugs and they've just got a little button on them and it's supposed to work perfectly, that that feels like if you're like not going to get um, egg egg beaters right, you know, maybe that's not the worst thing in the world. Sure. If, or, if, if my, my toilet scrubber wasn't actually the best one. Whatever. Right. Right. But smart home is kind of a BFD. Mm. I know. I don't know what to do. So anyway, if anybody has any like smart plug recommendations that they think are really great, then I look forward to all the conflicting responses and having to research them <laughs> like the old days and compare all the different reviews. No. <laughs> no. This is actually how I felt when Vox announced that it was going to do a wire cutter competitor. Uh-huh. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because what if they conflict? Like, I do not need more. I just need the one. Yeah. I, I don't use, want to believe that there's more out there than one recommendation. I use Etech City. They're a Chinese What's company. That? And the, the, in, <laughs> right here in my studio, I can say turn on studio and it turns on all my lights and things because I'm using those plugs. They also, mm. I have them outside. They're in a covered case because they're not actually outdoor plugs, but the case is outside, uh, is covered. They work hmm. great for my string of Edison lights. Oh, nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. I got one of those super <gasps> I didn't cool get, remote control. You know why I didn't get Wemo? I'm looking at the picture now. The reason I didn't get Wemo is because it's oblong, and I needed ones that would fit in that outdoor case. 
Oh, like, nice. Well, yeah. The oblong thing is a little tricky. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now I'm going to look at this one. Oh, I know somebody who got the light switches, actually. These E-Tech light switches and loves them. Mm. Yeah. <gasps> I mean, I haven't had any. I mean, I'm probably start having problems with them tonight, but I haven't really had any problems with them. Yeah. All right. I'll check them out. They're about the same price. Uh, and then I have to start. Oh, and then I have to start over and reconfigure my whole freaking smart home, which is annoying. And I love how I say smart home like it's a home. It's a room. It's a smart room. I just have a smart room. I know. I felt the same way when we moved. I'm like, ah, I got to reconfigure the two light bulbs I use. (laughs) Well, and then I still have an old smart light bulb in one of the lamps that I've just never bothered to take out because the light part still works. But so every time I turn it on, it flashes because it's like looking for its connection. (laughs) Oh, because you're just using it like a light bulb now. And yeah, Yeah. the smart home is not that far along, you guys. It just wants to connect with its brethren. (laughs) Sadly. So I have to go now and buy myself some E-Tech City things for Christmas. Uh, oh, they have a smart scale. Look at that. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yep. I don't yeah. know anything about that. And that is our show for 2018, everyone. Yes. Thank you yep. again. Uh, we've doubled our support since last week, uh, which Hi, is guys. amazing. Uh, a reminder that if you're a patron at patreon.com slash it's a thing, uh, there are lots of benefits, including a commercial free RSS feed, a feed with bonus content. Uh, and if you're at the level where you can nominate a topic or expecting a shout out, we will do those. We realize after <laughs> you get charged at the first of the month, because, you know, people change their, their pledges around and stuff. So which is fine. Um, That's fine. Yeah. But uh, so if you're like, hey, to. I'm at the shout out level, like Mike, for instance, uh, you'll get the real shout out like, you know, after the first of the month. Yes, you will. And it will be great, and you will really appreciate your shout oh, out. But yeah, yeah we, we, we finally uh, best. we're like uh, we're new at this. We're at, we're at uh, you know episode two. I'm figured out how to shut the dog up. Like it's we're making progress, people. And please, Just by the way, we cannot do this without this your things. Calm down. Everything's gonna be fine, everyone. That's right. <laughs> Just chill out. We'll make you happy. I mean, how freaking great is that? Maybe that's why they like it because they're stressed out because their little brains move so fast. Maybe. Email us uh, your things. Thank you for everybody who has contacted us so far, including the guy who wanted to know when modern burlesque became a thing. We don't really know. Yeah, but well back. keep it coming. <laughs> Feedback at it's a thing dot me. And of course, uh, you can find us on the Twitter at Mollywood and at Ace Detect. I have to confess here, though, that I'm about to head out on the end of year vacation. And I'm not going to be on Twitter very much. That's fair. I'm going to be, so just, this is, but this is my last podcast of the year right here. So me too. Happy new year, everybody. Happy new year, everybody. Thanks for coming back to us. Yay. It's so good. See to you in back. 2019. Bye now. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.